0: Hey guys, welcome back. This is Jacqueline and this is Omega Printer. As promised, I am bringing you my very first guest. Her name is Christina Gutierrez. She's a leading Latina psychotherapist with a master's in human behavior and development, focusing on prevention and community. I first met Christina about four years ago at an event, and I was just mesmerized by her light after speaking with her she talked to me about how she does work with therapy and soul work how she incorporates the spiritual aspects of it as well now you know that I love self-care and self-love but I also love how That all correlates with the brain and how that all functions and comes together. So I just had to have her on to talk about transition and identity because it is so important when you're trying to pursue your dream and you're deciding that you want a new life for yourself. Now I found a great book by Linda Linda Rosetti. It's called Women in Transition and she identifies transition as something that holds value and meaning starts to shift. We start to re-examine our assumptions, ourselves, our identity, our capacity, and our values. Now, I wanted to talk to Christina about this, not only to get her her point of view as a therapist, but also as someone that has gone through it. And I wanted her to talk to us about her own struggles with transition and identity, and if she can let us know what are some steps and what we should be looking out for. I'm so excited to have her on the show because she's just such a you know a great person not only as an example but as someone who has the information and also the therapy background that can help all of us so I'm super excited again to have her on the show and I hope that you guys get a lot out of it to start us off Christina talks about the work that she's doing and why it inspires her so much
1: Yeah, so where I am right now is I have been continuing to do the same work that I have always done, which is to help women to heal them from trauma and to heal from their pain and their, their suffering that they've gone through and help them to reclaim their worth and come back home to themselves, come back home to their soul. And um, I've now will hit my seventh year of the annual Dios, uh, which means Goddess retreat Mm -hmm. in Puerto Rico. Um, And I am collaborating with brands and just really bringing this um, message of healing and empowerment specifically in the Latina community and women of color, but really all women that have that can identify with the story of having gone through some really hard things and needing to rise from that and come back to loving themselves again. So I offer, you know, one-on-one coaching. I do, um, retreats and I create online programs like my healing love addiction course and um, a lot of fun stuff going on with creating content that helps people access their self-esteem by videos and audio meditation so it's been really really fun to just let spirit guide me on the ways that I can be useful and help as many people as possible.
0: Can you tell me a little bit about how you decided to bring those two together, because I know you have um, your background in therapy and in psychology. What mm-hmm. brought you a point where you wanted to incorporate the spiritual side? Because a lot of people don't do that. They separate it. Why was that important to you? And how did you make that decision?
1: Yeah, I don't know if it was that I was so conscious about doing it. It was almost like it did it for me. So I feel like spirit just led me to pursue what I was passionate about, pursue what helped me heal. And in that journey of like that self-discovery, which was a spiritual kind of uh, journey um, of healing and, and therapy and, you know, spiritual circles and the priestess circle and Reiki, it kind of all found me, Tantra. And in that journey, um, it was through that, that while I was studying psychology, the two just kind of effortlessly came together and it became um, just like a natural process of this just makes sense because it works better. Okay. And um I started doing it and, and the results, you know, were were evident that um with spirituality um things move faster. And you know, I believe that um we need that that spiritual healing in addition to just that clinical healing, it's a spiritual healing that we really need as well. And so for me, psychology means the study of the soul And this was, um, you know, kind of my way to bring back the soul to therapy. Tell me about your childhood. Is that something that
0: you were brought up spiritually? And maybe that's why it made more sense when you started going to school? Or did you find that later when you were going to school?
1: Um, For me, I would say that, you know, what you said, my childhood, what about my childhood led me to this?
0: Right, right. So Mm -hmm. I I know that you talked in the past that your childhood um, brought you to understanding a lot of things that you're doing now. And so I'm wondering um, if spirituality was part of that when you were younger or when or something that you found
1: when you were older. Yeah, I think that without, again, without, like, noticing it, like, at the time, obviously, I wasn't conscious, like, oh, this is what spirituality is, this is not what spirituality was, but looking back, I can see that I was always connected to spirit, and I wasn't raised in a um, religious kind of family. They were spiritual, and they maybe went to church, but it wasn't something, like, we had to do, or it wasn't overtly super religious. Um, I did go to Catholic school. Um, I actually went to Catholic um, school growing up and then high school and also Jesuit school at Fordham University for my undergrad. So there was definitely that, um, that, that, that piece there, um, as an access point to spirituality. And, um, you know, I had like a little baby altar (laughs) when I was seven or eight years old, I had like a little altar and I would go to the 99 cent store and buy like angels. And I would put my confirmation book and kind of open it up like a tarot card deck. And, um, and, you know, I was I felt very connected to people that were suffering and I wanted to help. And so it was kind of always there. My desire to help and heal was kind of, I believe, planted in me from the time I was born and, and then effortlessly kind of developed as time went on. And then having gone through trauma myself, it kind of reinstated like the need for this healing because it was personal to me. It wasn't just something I wanted to do for others. It was personal. And talking about
0: transition and identity being a big part of it, where do you think for you was probably, can you talk about a point in your life where you really struggled with identity? You knew that there was a, a transition point for you where you started questioning who you were, what you valued, and, and how you started that process about questioning your identity and what to do next.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that um, I noticed one particular time where, you know, I was at, I was at a Fordham University, and um, and it was very clear that I was like one of, you know, there was like 13% people that were um, Latino, you know, and the rest were um, American, like really born and bred in, in New York, upstate or different states, um, and I felt the difference, um, I felt my otherness, you know, um, and I... I I, I was aware that, you know, I was different. And even growing up, even though I grew up in Bushwick, I also felt different from the super kind of like ghetto, you know, kind of culture as well. So it was like, I was stuck in between like these two worlds. So it was definitely like that, that identity awareness and kind of um, uh, issue, right. Of like, who am I, you know, where do I fit in and, you know, what is me and um, having gone through you know, different places and meeting different people, you know, I I was aware that, like, in some ways, I didn't fit in in the ghetto culture fully, right, because I was educated, and I went to school, and there was just, like, they could tell I was different from them, and then also in kind of, like, the more American white culture, it was like, well, she's different, she's very Latina, but, so it was very interesting, and I think that that definitely played a part into, you know, me discovering, like, who, who am I, you know, and what what is me? What does it mean to be a Latina woman? What does it mean to be just me? Right. And like, there's, um, you know, that identity crisis that I think a lot of us face, whether we're conscious of it or not, is, you know, um, you want to feel that you belong and you want to feel thrive. And then you also, you know, um, many people that are artists, creatives often feel like, you know, I feel different, you know? So in addition to the whole cultural thing, I also felt different because of my spirituality, you know, and, um, I felt unique and kind of, um, I, I now have found my tribe, but at growing up, I, you know, I, I felt something different. And so that definitely plays a role in how, you know, how important I think sisterhood and tribe is in the work that I do, because it, it's such a big component in healing our cultural confidence.
0: So what do you think were some of the steps that you specifically took? Because I know um, in reading this book that this woman wrote, she talks about taking a lot of micro steps, envisioning, and then validating. Do you think that you incorporated Mm -hmm. any of those steps or all those steps um, in your transition to coming to your identity?
1: I mean, I think that healing is so um, one thing plays into the next, right? So it wasn't like I was like, you know, I mean that there have been times, I guess, where I sat down and I said, I really want to specifically work on healing this, right? Um, for me, with identity in particular, I um, I started to just research more about like my culture. Um, going to Puerto Rico when I graduated from um, from my undergrad, I, I believe that that was like a soul call to come back home to my roots. And I heard my intuition say, move into the sun, get to know your culture. And I did. And I lived in Puerto Rico for three years. And ever since then, I've been going back, you know, and doing work there. And I travel quite often there. So I believe moving there was a part of a big part of how I started to like gain back my confidence, understanding my roots, understanding where I come from, being around people that speak the language that my ancestors spoke, you know, researching, getting in touch with that like ancestral wisdom from, you know, the abuelas, the grandmothers. and so that was a big part of it and that validated my my self worth right to know that like my my culture matters I'm important I'm seen I'm heard another thing was again creating sisterhood creating tribe and I created like sisterhood circles and goddess circles diosa circles and now I have the diosa tribe which is my community of like hearted women that come together to heal to rise to serve and all of that came from you know my desire for that for myself and so I think seeking that out, seeking out the resources, seeking out information, and then seeking out that community was a huge part in that. And then in addition to that, just like loving myself and getting therapy and like knowing that who I am exactly as I am is exactly perfect. And, you know, and that includes accepting all the parts of me and knowing that I don't have to be oblivious to the fact that we live in a world where culture is different. And, you know, sometimes it is uncomfortable. And I gave myself permission to notice these racial kind of dynamics to let myself go through the process of anger, you know, to let myself go through the process of grief, of witnessing things of, you know, how, um, you know, how, you know, even in the spiritual circles, I would see a lot of people would come to me for healing, but they wouldn't invite me onto their podcast. They wouldn't invite me onto big things because all they cared about was numbers. And I saw this as a very like, you know, like there are certain cultural things that happen where I'm like, oh, I'm aware that, you know, some people don't value Latina women as much even if they don't notice it and so understanding these things not to like have resentment forever but to understand like this these are certain realities Latinas still get paid the last the least amount of money on the dollar you know and so like understanding these things was really empowering for me because it 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 gave me that like healthy anger that said well I'm going to prove them wrong and I'm going to stand up and I'm going to make money and I'm going to be seen and I'm going to find my tribe that that elevates my voice so that I can be a power of example so that other Latina women and women of color can say, if she did it, I can do it too. Because we didn't really have that. We didn't really have that in media. you know. Um, so it all kind of led to each other, but I would say that definitely seeking out cultural information, connecting to the roots, looking up wisdom, looking up information and understanding how powerful we really are is essential in taking back our cultural identity and our spiritual identity as well. That's beautiful. All of that, just the
0: way you put all of that together just really hit a lot of places for me because I'm currently going through transition and this is why this is so important. And having gone through it, I know that I've hit certain, and even talked to other women. There are people that it takes time to get to the understanding where you're at today, right? And it certainly took a lot of steps. But what about the women that that don't know what they're feeling? You know, they, they just feel lost, how many steps, are there things that you would recommend that someone look out for that maybe they just don't have the right questions, but they know that something's going on? Is there anything that, you know, you can think of that you can point out that may be happening in their lives or maybe that they're feeling, but they don't know the right words or what even to research? And specifically with identity or with what in specific? i would say um what led to because i think a lot of the times we don't know we're questioning our identity we just know that we are unhappy where we're at um be it in career or be it that maybe we we have hit a transition point where we become mothers you know or maybe you left college because in reading this book there's all these transitions that go on but there's these all the emotions are kind of the same and i think what's happening yeah. is we don't have enough information I mean, I found one woman, one book, you know what I mean? Um, And that's a white woman and that's fine. She did research on, on all women, you know, as much as she could, but I don't believe we really see that. So when we're lost um, and we have no roadmap and we, you know, we don't have women like you um, to see, like you said, in media, or we're not seeing, we're not hearing and really talking about identity, you know, transition. So for me, if a woman is lost, but she doesn't really know what's going on, I think that happens a lot as well. She doesn't know, you know, what exactly, so what would you say are some triggers, um, maybe some emotions that you can talk about when you weren't really sure that it was identity that you were struggling with, or it was maybe thinking about transition?
1: Yeah, so I mean, identity and transition, those are the two key things that we're talking about here. In In terms of, identity, I would start with, you know, this podcast, if you're listening to it, it's an opportunity to ask yourself, you know, what are the moments where I felt different or left out? You know, when have I felt most included? Who was I around? You know, um, are there moments in my life where I felt like, you know, who am I, you know, and how do I fit in? What's my place in this world? In watching media, do you feel like there's representation that feels adequate in reading books? Do you feel seen and do you feel heard? Um, you know, really asking yourself these questions about, um, uh, about where you might fit in, you know, let's say if we're having a spiritual conversation, like do these spiritual books, um, represent my story, right? It's really important to, um, just ask ourselves these things so that you can, like you said, navigate, wow, maybe that was a feeling that I never realized I'm feeling, but I had this deep sadness of like subconsciously of feeling left out because everything I see is made for a white woman. So subconsciously, I'm being fed the subconscious message that that my story doesn't matter, I'm not worthy, and I'm not important. So start asking yourself, you know, do you feel that story has been told? You know, do you feel heard? Do you feel seen? How do you feel around people? Um, You know, notice media, notice um, culturally where you grew up. How did you feel growing up? And just start exploring these questions on identity in terms of transition, right? And, um, you know transitioning through different emotions of accepting yourself is a transition right like the process of acceptance is a transition and um in addition to to having these transitions happen there's a lot of different feelings that come up as you're exploring things so it's important to you know get support get support so someone can mirror back to you these questions and can help you explore how you feel So that maybe you've been carrying this weight that you haven't noticed. I know that it was like that for me when I, when I noticed why I carry a lot of anger and pain around being a Latina woman, it was actually really painful to remember that, to know that because I was living life. So used to life just being that way. And then I started to realize, actually, I do feel left out going to a lot of these um, entrepreneurial circles with all white women. Actually, I do feel unseen and unheard. And I feel like, um, people want me in secret, you know, to be like their secret healer, but then they'll promote the person that's like usually white and has more followers. And why is it that they have more followers? and why is it that, you know, um, they're more successful in the mainstream because they've been more supported and bred that way. And like really waking up gentrification was a, a big thing for me, you know, realizing that culturally, you know, people invest into places when usually typically more white people come, more money comes into the neighborhood And that gives you the message, oh, well, safety is important only if there's people here that are white and have money. And otherwise, you don't matter. So I let myself start awakening those feelings. And guess what? That was a big transition period for me because I started to realize, wow, like, I have deep sadness and pain. And I needed to nurture that. I needed to share. I needed to share about it. I needed to vent. I needed to talk about it in therapy. I had to talk about it with my Latina friends. How do you feel? Because support groups are very important having a lot of conversation so that you know you're not alone and even talking about it with my white friends like hey guys I feel a little bit left out sometimes I feel weird you know how do you feel and opening up dialogues that create conversations that matter right and I think all of that is kind of um all linked together and and is a good place to start is just inquiry and conversation
0: What do you think are some self-care that you would give, you know, a woman just starting out that that hasn't reached out to a group that hasn't, um, you know, looked into this research, but she's just getting started. She's starting to understand that she's questioning her identity. She's not fitting in. What would you suggest for her for someone that is just starting out and they just haven't found the right group? What are some self-care that you would suggest for her?
1: I don't know if self care as much as I mean I guess therapy is a great act of self care but I would say go to therapy you know um, sign up for therapy if you have insurance if not look for some like sliding scale um, therapist if it if it's in your um, budget you know there's a lot of resources that do that um, also maybe googling you know um, Ident- cultural identity support groups so just like looking up what information is out there um, also another self-care even though it's not traditionally seen as self-care but like literature like reading books that um has to do with your culture can bring a great sense of validation for someone um even if it's you know you're going through a transition of let's say motherhood right or entrepreneurship they're all different kinds of identity issues that might come up and finding books that resonate and validate um your story can be helpful so like just Planning a date with yourself and going to look up books on the on the identity issue and transition issue that you're going through, and looking up cultural information so that you can be like, wow, I am proud of myself. This is really interesting, and you start to feel more empowered as you give love to that area of your life.
0: You know, all of this has been so helpful. I was thinking that I would have like, I'm I'm gonna have millions of questions, and I'm gonna like try to break it down. But I think everything that you spoke about. Um, within wanting to become an entrepreneur or you know changing careers or identity I think all those steps that you gave were so important across the board you know and finding your tribe and questioning how you're feeling and doing the research um, getting therapy to talk to someone I think all of this is helpful when it comes to transitioning into a lot of things you actually were able to break it down and kind of just give us all the steps in getting started and going through the process. So I definitely appreciate you coming on and sharing all this. So if you could just tell us where people can find you, like what is coming up next for you um, so that we can follow you on social
1: media and then of course support you in whatever is coming up next for you. Sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And to anyone that's going through any transition, know that there's a, many different feelings that are going to arise and through all of them know that you are loved, you are worthy, and that it's totally normal. We're all humans and we're meant to go through different ranges of emotions. So be compassionate with yourself as you go through the process um, and know that you were made uniquely, divinely, and we are literally perfect the way we are. Um, beyond that, I would like to share my website and that's christine G. TV, so www.christineg.tv on social media on instagram twitter i'm cosmic christine and then on facebook i'm christine gutierrez so i have a new program coming up and it's called how to date like a goddess and this is probably one of my up. most fun courses <laughs> did, you, did you see me post it yeah yeah, yeah i signed up so, like i'm on it <laughs> yeah so I have a free we have a free three part Facebook uh series called uh Date with Goddess Swag and that's bit.ly forward slash date with goddess swag. And that's a free three part Facebook series and that's leading up to our course. It's a fully four um four module uh self study course with Tatiana Della Piani, one of my soul sisters who's a sex coach. And uh, the three part Facebook series is basically gonna give you a. Uh, overview of how to set boundaries with texting and in person with men or with women whoever you're dating um being in touch with your feminine magnetism the mistakes men uh, women make when it comes to men learning do's and don'ts of dating and uh, that is completely free the facebook series so sign up and then the course will begin october 13th and again it's completely self-study so you just sign up and we will be there super involved in the private Facebook group. So like if you have a weird text from a guy, we help you break it down and tell you what to respond. So it's going to be really, really fun and really perfect for the person that's just confused and wants to feel empowered and have fun and confidence in dating again. Awesome. Thank
0: you so Yeah. And the
1: course, yeah. And the course website before I forget um, for the actual course is how to date like a goddess.com. <laughs> awesome. Thank you yeah. so, so much for everything. I really You're so welcome. Your